Psalm 89, verses 9, 11, 13, and 14. You rule over the surging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. The heavens are yours, and yours also the earth. You founded the world and all that is in it. Your arm is endowed with power. Your hand is strong, your right hand exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. When I uh, first uh, read this verse from Psalm 89, uh, you rule over the surging seas and the waves mount up. And then I thought of uh, the story of Jesus uh, going across the Sea of Galilee uh, in a boat, and they are overwhelmed. The, the disciples, I don't know if all of them are in the boat, but many of them are in the boat. And suddenly, uh, uh, as they were crossing, a furious storm comes up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. The disciples were overcome mm-hmm. with fear, and they cried out to Jesus, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And then Jesus rebuked the winds and the waves, and the sea became calm. The disciples were bewildered and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Reflecting back uh, on Psalm 89 to a certain extent, that's not what I'm really getting at. But um, Jesus is showing some of his uh, pedigree, I think, uh, in his ability to even control natural events. Yes, I mean, God's power is evident in the fact that Jesus, you know, um, is part of the Godhead and had access to that same power is incredible. You know, in this Psalm 89, it says, your hand is strong, your right hand exalted. And there's many descriptions of God's hands throughout the Old Testament. You know, his right hand was extended in in delivering the people of God out of Egypt. And, you know, there's all this description of the power of his hands, which every time I read it, these descriptions of God's hands, I can't help but think about what God would do with those hands, the hands of Jesus, when they were stretched out and nailed to a cross. Wow. It's the ultimate powerful hands of the universe. There's There's an old song we used to sing it around the fire pit at focus camp on Martha's vineyard. And it's called the servant King. This is our God, the servant King. It's a beautiful song. And there's this verse that says, come see his hands and his feet. The scars that speak of sacrifice hands that flung stars into space to cruel nails surrendered. Hands that flung stars into space to cruel nails surrender. When I consider the power and majesty of God's hands nailed to the cross, it makes the gospel even more amazing to me. You know, what you've just done there, um, whether you intended to or not, is you revealed the extraordinary fullness of the Bible itself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it is a it's a is a it's its own Garden of Eden in a way. Mm-hmm. It, the, the 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 beautiful flowers keep flowering. Everything keeps yeah. growing, yeah. Uh, and you never can fully know it. 
This is right. one of the, 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 I think, tragedies of our time is people think they can fully know all things. But in the Bible in particularly, as just the words of it, the, the dimensions of it, they're as mysterious and as complete as, uh, you know, the, as a human being. What of any human being to, can we truly know? Because so much is hidden in the human heart. It's not just the biography or the autobiography of the person. It's all of the things that we never witness in that person. And the fullness of that person uh, is represented because it's a miracle. It's the fullness of the Bible itself. Hmm. If, you're, if, if you open up to that, and, and you really got that across in talking about the hands of God, I mean, hmm. and then bringing it to the hands on the cross. I mean, it's amazing. 